Hey, guys. We told you we'd be back to once a week, but here we are. It's me, Mims, and as always, it's Grant. Damn. Don't have a third guy this week. Yeah, it's because you fucking shunned me <laughs> last time, Ooh. last week, when you were like, and then there's Mims. So there's that. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't forget that. So we're back. A lot's happened. Well, kind of. A lot's happened as far as games in the NFL. Playoff games, mind you. Games so, with significant fucking implications, as you can so. imagine. Very much so. Very much so. And some people's emotional uh, distress, as Grant would know. But luckily, he did not subject himself to the entire game for his own mental well-being. As would I. I would not do that. I saw where it was going. I didn't need to see any more. There was no need. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine having that. I know how excited you were. Just that's what that's what it hurt me almost. Almost. I kind of laughed though. Can't lie. Do you mind if I speak on it for a little a little bit? Absolutely. Okay. Um we got our asses kicked as you all saw and if you didn't see uh that's exactly what happened. They ran all around us, and they threw all around us. Defense didn't show up. Uh, Mac didn't play bad at all, really. Um, I wouldn't say any of that was his fault. Um, a lot of the receivers were dropping balls. Um, it was just an ugly game from us all around. And a little tiny part of me thought that might be a possible outcome of that game but I didn't want that to be the outcome by any means I didn't expect it to be the outcome um but with that being said we are kind of a I mean we're a new team we're not necessarily young I mean we do have young pieces but we're not like we're not like uh what's it, who's a young like the fucking thunder of Oklahoma City in the NBA you know what I'm saying like um yeah, I don't have as many draft picks as they do Right. I mean, we do have a good bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, with all that being said, we got the 21st pick in the draft. And I think there's going to be some exciting guys on the board for us to take there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we traded out of the pick either, because that's just what we do usually. But I um, need weapons, dude. I mean, I, mean, I, I would love to perimeter. see a I would love to see, yeah, a wide receiver one, and we need uh, we just need like a run stopping linebacker. Honestly, like it's just I don't know. Like we just got beat because Josh Allen was just so he ran for six. He had six rushes for sixty six yards. His longest rush was for twenty six yards. Devin Singletary had really hasn't been great all year. But had 16 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns on y'all. Yeah. Like, Josh Allen saying. played, like, probably, I'm not going to lie, the best game of his career. I'm not even going to lie. Best playoff I mean, game for sure. Five, 308 yeah. yards and five touchdowns. Like, what? Like you said, Mac didn't play bad. He had two turnovers, but it was cold, like, inclement weather, like, rookie quarterback. You can't really fault him for the circumstances, and Buffalo's defense has been stingy. I'm not, yeah, like, they, like, at the end of the day, they are more, like, prepared team to make a playoff run than we are at this very moment but with that being said 
I'm not too worried about it because I know we'll be back and we're just going to keep getting better. So, I mean, there's two ways that you could look at this. Like, fuck, like, that's, that was disappointing. I mean, but, I mean, at the same time, you got to think to yourself, like, this team won, what, eight games last year? Like, this is not a playoff team by any means of the imagination, and, that, and we, we turned it into one. And we'll be back, like I said. So I, I'm excited. Uh, I, I think we exceeded everyone's expectations as far as even making the playoffs. I don't think anybody expected Mac Jones to take us there. Be the only rookie quarterback in the playoffs, technically, as Jimmy G is the starter for San Francisco. Yeah, I was about to say, technically. Yeah. Uh, but, this um, does beg the question, though. Is Josh Allen, we will touch on this earlier, but we were mentioning it. We made this a couple days ago, but I don't want to step on anything. But is Josh Allen S-tier? Is he no. up there in that upper echelon of quarterbacks? I mean – Well, I mean, do we do we want to just jump in to our – We'll go into that a little bit later. But I was just – that was on my checklist. I mean, I you know the answer to that. that. You know my answer. I don't think so. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. I don't know. I think, I think he's, he's – if he can get to the AFC championship game, I think we can revisit that and possibly. Yeah, update yeah, the list. I agree. I agree. I'm willing to revisit if he, if he can go in there and beat Kansas City in Kansas City, and I don't think he has to go for 21 for 25 with five touchdowns again. But if he can be that, see level. the thing about that game is everyone on the team has to show up to play it's not all on josh allen so they could lose and he shows up plays a good game and i'm still impressed like we could still revisit this but yeah i mean playoff football is like everybody has to play oh, excuse me a good game um oh you're not wrong i yeah. agree but yeah, not quite the game I expected. I bet on the Patriots uh, spread, not money line. Obviously, that was just too much. And I bet the under because it was bad weather. Boy, oh, boy, did I get fucked. Uh, but, I knew the under was a trap. Nonetheless. Yeah, but it was so cold. And, like, yeah. I, I mean, I, fair, I get it. Yeah. To be fair, if it was 20 to 17 instead of 47 to 17, the under would have hit. So <laughs> – that's yeah. my argument there. Y'all should have stand. Y'all should have man the fuck up. <laughs> y'all blew it. You don't need to tell me, bro. Like they uh, were just faster than us. At the end of the day, like they just out they ran just us. Look, they look like the better team, just flat out. And <laughs> I I, I'm willing to admit that they are this season. Like I'm yeah, not. I know you don't hear that at the time, but yeah, that's just the matter. Fact of the matter. Yeah, it is what it is, dude. We don't need to talk about it any further than that. Um, moving on. Uh, we'll talk about the more exciting games of the weekend. First things first, Cincinnati versus Las Vegas, which kind of went somewhat how I expected. I thought the Bengals would win by maybe like score margin bigger, but they didn't trail at all in this game. It came down to like the last second to force into overtime, but the Bengals got the stop or the interception, I believe. That was the second maybe. best game of the weekend, man. Oh, absolutely. Um the Bengals' defense really played very well. Derek Carr's 29 for 54. He had 310 yards, but only one touchdown, one interception thrown. Kept Josh Jacobs out of the end zone. He had one big run, but other than that, wasn't really that effective. Uh, Joe Burrow looked pretty good. 24 for 34. Jamar Chase is uh, 
pretty good himself. Uh, I think it was a playoff franchise record. Nine catches, 116 yards. C.J. Uzama had a big game. C. Higgins really was kind of quiet, and I didn't expect that, but Tyler Boyd was able to get some burn. Uh, we and you both watched this game. Your thoughts? Uh, I definitely expected it to be a close game just because the Raiders have been playing hot down the stretch. They didn't play a bad game. They kept it close. Um, it was a it was a good game to watch. Uh, they never led. I don't, to my knowledge, I don't. Yeah, pretty sure they never had the lead, but they were always crawling back. It was like shit. Are they gonna come back? Like <laughs> at one point, it was like within six. Um. Yeah. Uh. Joe Burrow looks like the truth. Um. He looks like the. Next guy to fill in for all these greats leaving the game, like Drew Brees. Uh, it looks like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Compare him to what yeah. I'm, I mean, it looks like he's, he's here to stay for a while. Um, I don't know if he intends on playing in Cincinnati for a long time, but if he does, they're going to be a problem in the AFC. Uh, that's without – I mean, I, I think it's kind of like a – uh, what's it? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay situation, you know, like just a great, great talent in a mediocre, incompetent franchise, like just a front office that just can't build the right pieces around. I hope that's not what happens, but well, to be fair, they did the opposite of what they've done for Joe Burrow. They've got him all the weapons, just nothing else that can help him. Like they got him Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon is And there. honestly, I don't know which problem is easier to solve. <laughs> like, is it is it harder to find guys to get up in the trenches and block for you, or is it harder to find weapons? Because, I mean, hell, Nikhil Harry, <laughs> it's been terrible yeah. for us. And I, I was really excited when we drafted him. I was like, shit, like, like a, a big, deep threat. Like, and by big, I mean, like, he's – a big About six dude. three, yeah. Like he's like, and six, like three four. Hefty boy, yeah. yeah. Not say, like too slow for his size by any means. Like I was excited. He was fun to watch at Arizona State, but yeah, you never. I mean, I I think it's it's hard to say. It, Debo Samuel, that's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, um, we don't need to talk about that though. Uh, a lot of people pick people over Debo Samuel and other players like Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Don't feel bad. I just feel like I don't know why it just can't be that hard to draft players. And if you're not that good, just trade the pick like Bill Belichick does. It's just like, no, I just won't whiff. I'll just trade it. <laughs> like Jalen Rager, I don't know. There are just plenty of players that I feel like got kind of like Passed overhyped or passed like Quillen yeah. Farrell. I mean, over that happens like all Ed the time, though. You can't, Josh knock, Allen, you can't knock us for missing, you know. I'm not knocking you in general, but I'm just knocking like GMs as a whole, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it just it can't be that hard. Goes without saying, I think that scouting talent is harder than everybody perceives it to be. I mean, you think the back in like what was it, the 80s when that 
can't miss Lyman. It was like he was on this cover of Sports Illustrated with like a ridiculous title. He went to the Packers. I don't remember the guy's name, but before my time, obviously. And he was just not it, dude. Shit happens. That is true. I mean, I'm sure it's harder than I make it out to be. Don't get me wrong. I'm an idiot. Just make putting that out there. But I, I just, only gave that. I see so many teams whiff on obvious to me obvious picks, and it's just crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I digress. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> moving on from the Bengals and Raiders, let's move on to what was the best game of the weekend: San Francisco and Dallas. Crazy ending. Uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Listen, I want to say about the ending. So what happened was, if you didn't watch the game, they were driving downfield. Uh, they run a draw, a quarterback draw up the middle with time ticking. It's like by the time Dak slides, it's like, what, five seconds on the clock, right? Yeah. They get to the line. There's about three seconds when everybody gets set, but they didn't hand the ball to the ref. Like the center just picked the ball up from where he went down and just like to be fair, that ref should have been hauling ass. Right. Like but at the same time, like you should be looking to get the ball to the ref. And if he's slow on that, then like that that's your fault. Like you shouldn't just be like, like he, I, I agree at the same time the ref did handle it like shittily. Like it was not the prettiest situation. With all, like, it, it didn't matter though. You ran a quarterback draw up the middle with like with no timeouts. Time yeah, right. <laughs> like, and you need a touchdown. Like, you can, it's not like you had you to go to clock and complain about the ref all you want, but like, that's that's what you called in that situation. And like, you paid for it. You paid And like, if you're going to do that, you got to slide earlier than that. Like, so you can get to the line quicker than that. You shouldn't run 25 yards downfield. You should slide, run 10 yards downfield, run up real quick, clock it. It I'm was, sure that was the plan, and Dak saw a bunch of green grass and was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, so. I mean, I think either way it goes, like, even if it sways in the Cowboys' favor and they do get a playoff, I think San Francisco wins that game either way. Like, I, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but, yeah, I, that's all I had to say about that game. Eric is in Your audio is cutting in and out says my internet connection is unstable. Is it better now? I mean, if you can hear me, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds better. Okay. I was about to say you started. I'm record. Like I'm record. I'm the one recording, so like it won't it won't fuck up if I'm like cutting in and out for you. But yeah, pretty continue on. 49ers Cowboys thoughts. Um, Debo Samuel's a running back question mark. <laughs> I mean, he can be. I mean, he had three targets at wide receiver and 10 attempts of fucking running back. So, like, what fucking gives? Like, <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, the Cowboys are dumbasses. They shouldn't have done that. Uh, Mike McCarthy is 18 and 15 since taking over the Cowboys, which looks rough. Looks real rough. Oh, and one in the playoffs. All the talent you got on paper. Yeah, all the talent you got on paper. You got CeeDee Lamb, first round pick. Looks like this, uh, the truth, to be honest. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, one of the highest paid running backs in the league, looks like shit. 
12 attempts, 31 yards, as long as runners for nine yards. Uh, Dak Prescott had almost as many rushing yards as him on a third of the attempts. Uh, Tony Pollard, I mean, they really didn't get much of a running game going. Why would you not game. trade Zeke at this point? I don't get what would they what could you okay so theoretically what could you get for Zeke? A second. Literally, like a second would do them wonders. I would not all they could get. Probably. I mean, unless somebody loves Zeke, I don't know how anybody could. You don't think anyone's dumb enough to just like fucking who do you think would be dumb enough? I don't know. Like I like honestly, I don't think he's worth a lot. Like Me I, I think like, like if the Patriots were interested, we can get him for a fourth and like I don't know some random bench player development guy. Think because I mean uh, he, at the end of the day he is expensive and he has not been performing to his contract. You know what I'm saying? Oh, at all? Yeah. At so, all. I mean, you would be taking a fat contract for a question mark of a player at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also saw someone was yelling about C.D. Lamb. Someone, some former Cowboy player was yelling about C.D. Lamb not getting the ball enough. He had five targets, man. He only had one catch. That might not be on the offensive coordinator. If he's got five targets and one catch, it's just not his day, okay? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. But uh, Jimmy G didn't score. He had the turnover, but in general didn't play a bad game, if you want to be honest. 16 for 25, 172 yards. Really did what they needed them to do. The defense kind of shouldered the load here. But, I mean, he's just consistently – I mean, it's crazy. He's like an elite game manager, if that makes sense. He will not lose them the game. And I just – do you think the 49ers kind of jumped the gun here on getting uh, Trey Lance? Did they jump the gun? Do you think they did? Because I kind of – I mean, mm. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to, you know, when he's healthy and on the field, can get them deep into the playoffs. I don't think that they needed a quarterback, and I don't think they needed to take a quarterback that high. But, like, with all the hype surrounding that class, I think it would be stupid for them not to – I don't know. Like, what would, what else would they have done with that pick? Like, trade it out? But, like – they traded up for that pick. That means they love the guy, and he is young. Like I don't know, maybe he pay, pans out to be in, to be the truth. And at the same time, like he is developing under Jimmy, who has shown himself to be a stable quarterback. Like, and at the same time, letting Jimmy play and get him through through to uh, the divisional raises his stock i feel like if you are trying to trade uh find a well, trade his contract suit. runs out soon so that's what i'm saying it's gonna yeah. be time to yeah, pay him again are you just gonna on. let him yeah. walk oh, oh yeah they're definitely gonna let him walk 100 you think that's the play i mean yeah. what if they if they win the nfc this year is that you just let him go yeah I mean, if he if, if, got if, into the Super Bowl twice, you in two let, years, he's you let him go team. if it's your contract year. Yes, because you drafted Trey Lance. That's what you signed yourself up for. You can't just go back on what you did. Like, no. I mean, you can just trade Trey that. Lance. That would be stupid. I mean, if 
I'm just saying. I if think they, I mean, yeah. You're, that's a sticky predicament is what I'm saying. You're right in this scenario that Trey Lance is not good, and they know that he's not good, and they've seen Not that. yet. I mean, they, only they know. He's at their practices every day. He's played in two games because Jimmy G was hurt. In the first game, he looked eh. And in the second game, he looked improved, but he didn't look great either. Like he He's a young he, guy. Like, yeah, like he, he needs to develop and probably – Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Get, get in the weight room a little bit. I'm sure he's not Mind you, he played one yet. college football game the year before this. So, he really hasn't played football like that much in like two years. Yeah. So, there's that. So, it's really an interesting predicament with that. But it bears some watching because San Francisco, I mean, like I said, might have jumped the gun because if Jimmy G can win the NFC championship here and, I mean, hell, if he wins a Super Bowl because this team looked really good. Like, the defense looked like it could take them to a Super Bowl personally. I don't know if the offense will be able to withstand the task if they play a team with a more competent coaching staff besides the Cowboys. But we'll figure that out next week. Uh, all the other games were pretty much blowouts. Yeah. Uh, the Rams dog walked Arizona. So who's the fraud, Kyler or Cliff Kingsbury? In your yes. opinion, yes. You think both? Yes. Really? Yes. I do. Kyler didn't look great. He's missing his best target in DeAndre Hopkins. Listen, I don't think Kyler's a bad quarterback. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. God, I am tired of this. Goddamn ads. God bless. Sorry. No, I also agree. I don't think he's a great quarterback yet. I think he could be. I just he's, he's playing the wrong way. sport. He should be playing center field somewhere. <laughs> you think so? You don't think he was thinking that in the middle of the playoff game? Uh, I don't know. It's a question for Kyler, not me. It's like I could be just shagging balls out there in Oakland right now. Care in the world. Shitty place to be, but I mean, at least you'd be good at your job. Better than being lit up by Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller for 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. That sounds much more fun, in my opinion. But yeah, no, they just got dogged. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury wasn't a winner in college. I don't know why people really thought that would change. I don't really think people, just Cardinals, thought that would change in the NFL. But here he is, regular season dog. They were like, what, 9-0 to start, 8-0 to start? Is that right? Uh, yeah. And they finished 11-6. and six. So, yeah, they really kind of just <laughs> fell off the face of the earth once DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. And then – here they are. So, uh, the Rams, you know, typical casual. Cam Akers played, which is madness because he tore his Achilles in, like, July. So, like – Has he been doing that a lot recently? Just coming off terrible knee injuries, just ridiculous amounts of time. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I remember Achilles injuries used to be, like, you're donezo. Career ending, damn near. Yeah. Now it's just like, nah, six months. It's whatever witch doctor they're going to. This is insane. But, yeah, no, the Rams look like the real deal in their first game. Granted, they were playing a weak opponent, in my opinion, in the Cardinals. But I believe who are the Rams playing? Because they are the – They're playing the Bucks. 
The Bucks. That's the tip matchup. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, well, we'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, the Chiefs retired Big Ben. Big Ben pack in the air. Beautiful. Da, da, da. Yeah, thank you, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, for everything you've done for us by doing that. Steelers fans rejoice everywhere. Everyone rejoices everywhere. Goodbye, Big Ben. <laughs> Goodbye, uh, Big Ben. <laughs> Oh yeah, and what we all thought was the lock of the the playoffs as far as spreads, Philly and Tampa Bay was uh, not. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, as in general, kind of a boring first weekend. Yeah, other than that one. Really. Yeah, I was about to say Cincinnati and Las Vegas was somewhat entertaining just because the score was like close, but it really wasn't exciting till the end there. But moving on, we got what's it? Eight games coming up this weekend? No, four. Yeah, four. I'm crazy. Four games coming up this weekend. Which one would you like to touch on first, there, sir? I want to talk about the Bengals and the Titans. The Bengals and the Titans. King Henry is making his grand return. Do you think it's glorious? I think they're gonna win. Absolutely. Really? So you don't think the Bengals are I don't a think real they have threat a shot. to playoffs? Mm. Really? I just don't think they're ready. That's a, I think, think they're, they're too young. Like they like they're... their best players are all like what under twenty four years old. Like I just don't think they're ready. They've never been here before. Yes, they've been in scenarios like this, but it wasn't in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think give them two years and they'll. I, I will. I might take them as serious Super Bowl contenders, maybe. We'll see what happens. But I just don't – I think it's too – like like kind of like you're saying with me with South Carolina, expectations maybe just a couple years too early. Yeah, we think, can touch on that later if you want. No, we don't have to do that. Irrelevant. But um, Ryan Tannehill has really been like figuring it out down the stretch. And now that King Henry's back, they don't have to rely on him as much like – I, I just think that, like, you think he's fully healthy though. Like, do you think he's yeah, ready to run? I think that they've knew that they had an easy schedule being in the AFC South. They had they locked up the one seed without him. Like, I, I think that they saved him until they really needed him, and now is now is now. But you don't think that could affect him just having all that time off, not being not being you know maybe a little rusty. No, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's a specimen of a human being, and he's going to – I mean, I, it's not like Cincinnati's defense is anything to be fearful of by any means. You're not wrong. I mean, they got Trey Hendrickson, but he's really more of an edge guy, a rusher. Uh, Jesse Bates and Vaughn Bell are solid, but they're safeties. I mean, they're good tackling safeties, but I don't think they're anything to really do much about uh, Derrick Henry. But – you also got to take into account, I don't think Tennessee has absolutely shit for Jamar Chase either. We'll see, dude. Let me put it this way. If I think if this turns into a shootout, I think that favors Cincinnati. Well, of course you do. No, I think – I mean, is that not the consensus? I think the more high-powered offense, like in terms of a high-scoring game, would probably be – don't you think it would probably be the Bengals? 
Yeah, uh, when it comes down to offense. Yes. I don't know. It just depends on what version of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones we get it also. Well, Julio Jones ain't scoring points. This is about winning games. So, (laughs) he literally has zero touchdowns this year. I don't care how many games he played, but isn't that (laughs) just insane? It's funny. It's hilarious. Like, not hilarious he got hurt, but he has zero touchdowns, bro. Like, he's allergic to goddamn touchdowns. Anywho. Uh, I think the Bengals personally get this win for obvious reasons. I think they're a legitimate threat. I don't want to say they could go to the Super Bowl, but I think they could go to the AFC Championship, play a really good game against whoever does go to the Super Bowl. So, that being said, granted, if they play the Bills, I fucking think they can beat the Bills. I don't think they're beating the Chiefs a second time, to be honest. But if they do play the Bills, I think that's a possibility. But, yeah, probably not. Uh, the Chiefs are probably – I won't touch on that. But, yeah, no, I think the Bengals are going to win this game. No, yeah, well, it'll be a good one. The line set it Tennessee minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's basically a pick them because home field is three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm taking uh, <laughs> the Bengals there. What game would you like to touch on next, sir? Since I mentioned it a second ago, Chiefs-Bills, let's talk on that. The Bills coming off red hot. The Chiefs, just the overall favorite in everyone's mind out of the AFC. Minus two. Homes. Minus two. They are the home field, so it means neutral site. The Bills would be the favorite. Um, is this Josh Allen's chance to prove that he belongs in the upper echelon of quarterbacks? I believe it is. Uh, Tredavious White is hurt, so I think that really doesn't help with the Bills just in terms of stopping the passing game. They do have a really good safety duo in Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Also, I don't know if you knew this or not. Do you know Luke Keekley has been working with Sean McDermott in terms of, like, coaching? Yes. Yeah, I think I did hear something about him getting into coaching. Yeah, and they went from being, like, the worst defense in terms of stopping tight ends to, like, one Yeah, of the I mean, best. Luke Kinkley's one of those guys was, was IQ comes with the talent, made, what made him so special. I mean, one of the best. My Realistically, best should still be playing. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, that guy, talent-wise, was endless. He could be playing 15 years if he really wanted to, but. Injuries and health, obviously. And I think he made the correct decision with the amount of concussions he got. But anyways, on a lighter note, uh, the Bills have been really good against tight ends. I think that could help in slowing down Travis Kelsey. So, in my opinion, this is a very even matchup. It's a pick em, but like, in all reality. Have to, I think I would have to lean towards the home team in this scenario. But I would not be shocked if the Bills pulled this out. I think this I'm is not betting against game. Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I hate the Bills. So definitely want the Chiefs to win. Um, That's going to be a really good game. That's a Sunday night game. It is good. That's what it should be Sunday night game for obvious reasons. Uh, which NFC game? I'll let you pick the NFC game first. I think Packers Niners is going to be a really good game too. I don't. I don't think people are giving the Forty ers enough credit for 
how good they really are. Um, they have one of the better O lines in the NFL. Debo Samuel is like impossible to stop. Like if if they just figure the out that if you just fit like that the beautiful thing about Debo is you can get him the ball different ways. He can run routes down the field, up like uh fucking up the field, like wh- wherever he needs to go, he can get there. And like Mims was saying earlier, he could be a fucking running back. So like and he's he good for like back. And when he's playing running back, I would love to see what his uh, yards per attempt are. Like, li- like he's a freak. Like, he's good for, like, f- minimum five yards uh, uh, every time he touches the ball. Every yeah, time he touches the ball. In the game against the Cowboys, 10 carries, 72 yards. Yeah. Like, seven. what's that, 7.2 yards a carry, right? Correct. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I, I, I just don't know why they don't literally, like, kind of what the Titans do with Derrick Henry, just run your offense completely around him, basically. Well, I mean, Elijah Mitchell has been really effective as well. He had 27 carries for about 100 yards. He had a touchdown as well. So right. and I then think when, they complement each other really well. I just think, like, when you have a guy so unstoppable like that, you force it to him, and then when they close in on him, that's when you fucking expose them somewhere else. You find out where, like, I just think with when you have a guy like that, you can't count that team out of any game. I think they could win any game. Like, really. I think, realistically, the Niners are capable of beating any team in the NFL on their best day. I believe day. that as well. Yeah. I think – I mean, personally, I have them in the upset this weekend. Five and a half. I don't know how cold it's going to be in Wisconsin. Like points, uh, but, but I, 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 I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae at the end of the day because they are – an explosive offense in their own right. Yeah, but that is just a typical – that would just be, like you – I mean, in my opinion, a typical Packers thing to do. Get that one seed and lose in the first round. Am I wrong? Yeah, it would be hilarious and typical, but I don't think it happens. Not this year. I don't know. The 49ers looked really good last weekend. Like I said, it was against the – I mean, in both of our opinions, in a competently coached team, but – I just – I think the more talented team overall is the 49ers, and I think Kyle Shanahan might be the better coach than Matt LaFleur. Now, who has a better quarterback and who has a better, like, overall weapon? Probably – The Packers have a better offense. Yeah, but who has a better overall team? I would say the 49ers. Wow. So, <laughs> you don't think that? I think their defense is better. They won three more games than them. I don't know, dude. On paper is what I'm saying. The 49ers have been injured all year. Mm, I don't I don't know if I can get on that train. I don't like know they're still is. missing Javon Kinlaw, who's starting D tackle. Bose has been in and out of the lineup. Same with Dre Greenlaw. Uh Fred Warner was in and out. They missed like their defense is finally healthy this year. Or right now. So I don't know. I would be I would not be shocked if the 49ers pull this upset off and we see them in the NFC Championship. We'll see. We'll see. I understand your your train of thought not betting against what will probably be the MVP of the league. Um, So that leaves us. Rams, Bucks. Rams, Bucks. So this game happened once earlier in the year. Let me pull up that box score right quick. Oh, jeez. So, the Rams won by 10. 
in their first meeting. In my opinion, it was probably more dominant than what the score showed. They really weren't in control of that game the entire time. Tom Brady looked frustrated. Uh, but the Rams took it to the Cardinals. The Bucks took it to the Eagles. These were kind of both of the favorites coming out of the NFC at the beginning of the season. So I'm really interested to see how this finishes up. Um, I, I just don't think you can base their first meeting off anything because it was in week three. Uh, at that point, the Rams hadn't gone on their little losing streak. They hadn't even started to suck yet. They were looking like the best team in football. Um, they went they also on. Also, didn't have Von Miller and Odell Beckham either. I mean, they went on to lose three, four straight down the line. Uh, I mean, you just can't base their, that that meeting off of what we're about to see. Um, with that being said, I think it'd be stupid in all reality to bet against Tom Brady, but I'm doing it anyways because I'm I'm a maniac and I'm tired. I want to see him. I want to see him go up. I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. He's not on my team anymore. Oh, join the rest of us. Why don't you? Yeah. Finally. Uh, I mean, that goes without saying, if he does win, I'm not mad about it at all. But at the same time, it's just like, we're just, I just would, it'd be cool to see something new, I guess you could say. Uh, And I think Matt Stafford is hungry. I think he's been stuck up in Detroit. People kind of, kind of count, like, just, forgot about him almost like he's just like who the fuck cares about the lions you know just a bunch of boy i mean they had i mean was the last time the the lions have been like a relevant football team like megatron right yeah pretty much yeah and he's been around he's been around that long you know like it's just it's sad and i think he's a good quarterback and i think he like this team is ridiculous like so many superstars like unreal how many like uh, the name talent on the brand team, name, like name players, power. yeah, like that this team has. I I think that if they come to play, uh, that they're capable of beating the Bucks. I think Sean McVay is definitely capable of out coaching Bruce Arians, but we'll see. By a mile, we'll see. By a mile, but are the Rams capable of overcoming Tom Brady? That's the big question. And that's, that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I'm betting on it to happen, but I don't know. At least in this scenario. I think they get it done. I think they're just a more talented team overall with the Bucks being injured, with Chris Godwin being out, Antonio Brown, you know, whatever. <laughs> Leonard Fournette's been hurt. So, it'll be interesting. I'm picking the Rams. That's what just my that opinion. Voice? I was opening up a snack. I apologize. I was trying to do it quietly. But anyways, so that (laughs) finishes up our preview for this weekend. Let's move on to something we briefly touched on earlier. We were mentioning our tiers of quarterbacks. Me and him were kind of going back and forth on this the other day. Uh, So we kind of inspired ourselves from the Trill Wither show as well, to tier our quarterbacks. And so, for you, you 
all watching on YouTube, you can look at the screen as it's not our usual logo. It's we got our tears pulled up here for you all to look at. It's a nice display. Um, do you want to start or should I start? Um, I'll start. So we kind of have the same right, MVP. This is theirs. Yeah, but I say this is mine. So MVP caliber quarterbacks, I think, are pretty essential. Those are the three MVP candidates right now. As we stand, in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers won. I kind of tried to have these guys in somewhat order just to kind of give you an idea of who I think is at the top of these tiers, but not really all the way down, just who I give you an idea of who's at the top. So Aaron Rodgers I have the top because I believe he's the MVP favorite. Patrick Mahomes, two, and then Tom Brady, three. I think those are the three quarterbacks that have separated themselves from the pack clear as day. Like, I think that's obvious. They've all won Super Bowls. I think the only active quarterbacks on this list with a Super Bowl, am I wrong? I mean, Big Ben's on here, but he's down yes, there. Yes, you are trash. Right. Russell Wilson has a quarter, uh, Super Bowl. He does. He does. You're right. Jimmy G has a Super Bowl. Well, he didn't start in that Super Bowl, so in Jimmy G's case. But, yes. Carson Wentz has a Super Bowl. He didn't start in that game either. Well, he was the starter. I mean, he would have been. He would have been the starter. That is valid. But Nick Foles won that game. Anyways, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Fitzpatrick has a Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah, it says a backup somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, not going to lie. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's down there in the trash, but he's gone. So I'll, that's not a step on anything. But I mentioned it earlier. Josh Allen is probably on the fringe of being in that MVP caliber quarterback. If he can make his way to the AFC championship this year, I would probably move him up to the MVP, but he's not there yet. I'm willing to give him one more weight on that. Uh, Joe Burrow is also the top of that. I think just the way he's kind of changed the whole Bengals <laughs> pretty much just downtrodden history. I mean, he got the first playoff win in 30 years, something Carson Palmer didn't do, who, I mean, went on to be a pretty good quarterback in Arizona after he retired. So, I mean, there's just really kind of changed that franchise, turned it around with the help of others, but still, he's been the face of that. Lamar Jackson, MVP quarterback, hasn't played up to – I mean, was kind of in the MVP conversation this year a little bit. Wasn't really his best year passing, but it was just kind of the identity of that offense as a whole. Like, if they didn't have Lamar, they'd lost games. So, that's why I have him up there. Uh, Herbert. Yeah, I think he's in that upper echelon of quarterbacks at this point. Russell Wilson uh, hasn't ever received an MVP vote, but a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, I think he's really good. He's hurt all year. Not all year, but most of the year. And that kind of is what gave him the bad year, but I'm not willing to be out on him yet. Are you out on Russell Wilson yet? Or no? I mean, no, I just think he needs a change of scenery. I, I think it's more Pete Carroll over there. And Russell Wilson. You think that's the case? Think Pete Carroll trick everybody? No, I don't think he tricks everybody. I think he's just his his best days are behind him. You know, and he is what got to be like sixty, upper sixties, early seventies. He's he get, older fella. getting to that age. You know, yeah, he's been around for a really long time. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I that to the naked eye, I think it'd be safe to say that's a safer bet 
to assume. Yeah, do you think I mean, you got any favorites on where Russ might end up? Uh, Russ is a really weird guy, uh, so it's kind of hard to get a read on a guy like him. I don't really know what kind of scenery he would desire to be in. Uh, you think it's I don't a know. game situation where he just wants to stay wherever he's at? No, I don't think he has any desire to stay in Seattle. I think he's run his course there. He got him a Super Bowl, took him to two. I think he's good. It's valid. And uh, DK is rumored to be on the trade market this offseason. So. I mean, yeah, anytime he goes up against an elite corner, really, he gets kind of stonewalled. I mean, he cooks corner, like the second corner, but Jalen Ramsey stonewalls him. Tredavious White, granted, he's a little bit smaller, but gives him problems. Marshawn Lattimore, outside of one big catch, stuffed him this year. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. Plus, his value's high. Uh, I also have Dak Prescott because I think he's a really good quarterback. I think Mike McCarthy's just an idiot. Kellen Moore is a really good offensive coordinator, but Dak Prescott is a, I think, belongs his conversation, but towards the bottom of it. That's kind of why I got him down there. Kyler Murray also at the bottom, and Matt Stafford just because. Like Grant mentioned earlier, they had that slump. I don't know if I'm, you know, willing to have him up there at the top with all those other guys who have just performed and really, you know, elevated their teams as a whole as opposed to the Rams who have kind of been in this situation before. But this year they just look a whole lot more potent, if that makes sense. But as far as results, it's kind of been similar. But there's some watching. Um, your thoughts so far? Uh, I would have to look. I, I made my list, I think, two days ago now. Um, let me see if – hold on. Yeah, you can flip back and forth. Uh, yeah, it looks like I have two discrepancies here. I uh, don't think Kyler or Dak are Pro Bowl quarterbacks. But everybody else, you got the green light from me, my man. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, I knew our MVP calibers were the same. Just because that was obvious. Well, we'll get to my list later. But you, you carry on. You, I, 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 I'm hearing you out, and I, and I, and I respect your opinion. I don't think you're wrong here. I don't necessarily think I'm right, but I just have a different opinion. I know I'm not wrong. Don't worry. Okay. In the good, not great category here, I got Derek Carr leading off that section just because I think he's really just kind of in a shitty situation. I don't think he's a great quarterback at all. I think he's kind of like the definition of, like, if you put weapons around him, he'll be a really good quarterback. But as far as weapons, I don't really know what he's got, and he's always kind of been in a dicey situation as far as the Raiders. So that kind of is why I have him down there. Jimmy Garoppolo, like I said, I think he's an elite game manager. So I've kind of got him in that category because I don't know if he's going to go out and – break the game open for you, but he's definitely not going to go out there and blow the game for you either. I don't think with like three interception games, uh, Ryan Tannehill and also in that same category, he kind of captained this offense to the one seed, but like Grant mentioned earlier as well, kind of a weak schedule as they played throughout the regular season and being in the AFC South, you got teams like the Jaguars, Texans, and the Colts, the Colts got, you know, hot there at the beginning or like the middle of the year, but kind of cooled down there at the end. Uh, Tua, Tua's good when he's got his guys there. Like Jalen Waddle and him have a real connection, and they've looked good there. Brian Flores being let go is just insane. 
but I don't know if I'm willing to put him in that upper echelon of quarterback yet. I got to see him stay healthy. Jameis Winston, also a good quarterback. I don't know if he's a great quarterback at all. You know, gave us seven good games. Got to see if he can do it for a whole regular season. But I still don't know, even if he does that, if I'm willing to say he's up there with those other guys. But that kind of rounds out my good, not great. Serviceable, I think Kirk Cousins is out of here. He had some good years, but I think he's gone. Uh, Mac Jones, I really just – he needs weapons. And it's only his rookie year, and he's really good. He's the only rookie – I mean, as far as rookies, I have him top of the class for sure. That's why he's up there at the top of that tier. Uh, Matt Ryan, that's kind of where I got him, just as far as, like, he's not terrible, but his team is terrible, if that makes sense. <laughs> Do you follow what I'm saying here? I follow. Um, I was about to say. Uh, to even imply that Tua has shown that he's, let's just see, one, two, three slots ahead of Mac Jones is preposterous and wrong. You really think that? Yeah, I do. I think that's Tua- ridiculous. I think two is just in like a dice, like the Dolphins are just incompetent. But okay, Mac Jones has kinda, worse weapons around him and took his team to the playoffs. I think Mac Jones is a better overall team. All right, whatever. Two is also out for half the year and they should have made the playoffs. Exactly. So how can he be in good, not great? Because he's a good quarterback, but I just don't think he's great. I think Mac, so Jones, is Mac is, Jones. That's exactly what Mac Jones is. He's a good quarterback. I, he's not great. I don't think he's almost there yet. I think he will be there he's next. He's better year. than serviceable. He's definitely better than serviceable. That's I all I'll say. You continue on. Continue on. This is your list. Teddy Bridgewater also serviceable. Uh, just kind of has his in and out games inconsistent, but he does what he can. Trevor Lawrence just needs another year. Jared Goff is on the damn <laughs> Lions. I think that just kind of bears watching. He was. Almost undefeated against the spread. That team is just absolutely – I mean, it was night and day difference when he was injured compared to when he was on the field. So, I think that bears some looking into because that team was awful. They were picked not to win any games this year. Carson Wentz is serviceable, in my opinion. He's had his up-and-down games inconsistent. Justin Fields needs more time. Trey Lance, I mean, we really didn't see him. But in the one game, like I mentioned earlier, where he looked improved – he did look like he could possibly be in a couple years in that good, not great conversation. Yeah, it would be unfair yeah. to put him in replaceables. <laughs> you just got to yeah, stick exactly. him in serviceable. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, mm-hmm. some of these guys that just haven't really gotten a chance, like Justin Fields had Matt Nagy, right. Trevor Lawrence had Urban Meyer. I just really don't want to, like, just put them in replaceable when they haven't had a chance to do anything. Except Agreed. for one fucking Zach Wilson. But we'll get to him <laughs> in a second. But <laughs> – uh, Jalen Hurts also serviceable. I don't know. I mean, not gonna, he's not going to win your team a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, but he's, if Nick Foles can, I don't see why he can't. But like you said, I don't know if he can do it for a whole. Dude, season. I think they got lucky as fuck. <laughs> like, oh, in all reality, I I think that was just like the stars aligned for like that team to just make it happen somehow. I, oh, I don't. I don't think that it's fair to compare Nick Foles that season to any any other quarterback in history almost like it was just a crazy thing it was an enigma and it makes me angry but continue all right so irreplaceable 
I got Taysom Hill. This is really not in order. They all just kind of just trashed me. Uh, Taysom Hill, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, all should be gone. Taysom Hill will never be a starting quarterback, <laughs> like designated besides injury ever for the Saints, in my opinion. And that should just bear witnessing. I don't even know why he was even an option here, so I had to put him down there. Uh, but Drew Locke and Daniel Jones, I mean, Drew Locke was replaced by Teddy Bridgewater. So, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel Jones, God, I can't believe he was the fourth overall pick. Or what it was, was the sixth overall pick? Sorry. I laughed so hard when that happened. We did. I, we were together when that happened. Yes, yes. That was madness. Cam Newton, I mean, got picked up bench wise. Ben Roethlisberger got chased out of Pittsburgh. Baker Mayfield should be gone. Browns fans need to let it go. Let it go. Okay. He's not that good. Chased Odell Beckham out of there for no reason. Now look at him in the Rams. He looked pretty damn good in his first playoff game. I would credit Odell's dad chasing him out of Cleveland. He had no, to he do it. That. He was tired of watching it. We I mean, Something I, needed to be done to protect Odell's <laughs> legacy. They were starting to slander my our guy, you know? They, they were. They were. Uh, Andy Dalton, backup, duh. Sam Darnold, I mean, was replaced. Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, but he's just like 49 years old. So I think he's just he just needs to hang it up, man. Yeah. But love Ryan. Love Fitzmagic forever and always. And Zach Wilson, like just Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> like hilarious. Watch him play. I can't believe he got drafted second overall over other quarterbacks. That is just insane and madness to me. But here we go with Grant's list. All right. My tongue is you did for me. But All right. So, uh, as Mims uh, alluded to earlier, we have the same top three. Um, I was kind of like Mims. Uh, first three are in order. Beyond that, not really. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I have him first because I think he's just a more consistent guy than the rest of the, the – Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I just think no matter what, you can count on Aaron Rodgers to put up like 200 yards a game and just find his guys and make the right throws. Um, doesn't mean he's going to make the most like yards in a season or touchdowns necessarily every year, but like he's always going to be top three. And that's why I think he's probably like the most valuable guy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes shown to be a tiny bit inconsistent but like when it's all said and done like we haven't seen him fail come playoff time so there's nothing to knock him for as far as that inconsistency that we have seen he, he's inconsistent in the right the times that you want to be inconsistent and they always figure it out um he's great uh could be one of the best quarterbacks ever um probably is uh we'll see how that pans out though Tom Brady, don't need to men, uh, really uh, say much on the GOAT. I mean, he's literally the best quarter football player we've ever seen. And it's kind of insane how long he's been doing this. Like, his first Super Bowl, I was like – 2001. 2001. The Mims was one. I was less than one. So, like, Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, and I can drink alcohol and, like, pay taxes. And, like Right. It's just insane. Like- <laughs> it's insane. Like, we'll never see anything like it again, ever, ever. And it's I'm so glad I was allowed to see it. Um, anyways, I wasn't. Uh, moving on to Pro Bowl quarterbacks, we got Herb, Justin Herbert. Uh, I think 
he's shown that he's kind of like I was saying about Joe Burrow earlier, who's also in my Pro Bowl category. He's just one of those guys that's here to replace like the Drew Breeses, the the Philip Rivers, the Ben Roethlisberger in his heyday. Um, they're they're next in line, I think. Uh, Lamar is, and Josh Allen, who are two other guys I have up here, um, also kind of fit into that category. I think like these four guys in particular, are, like next up. And I think we could see a lot of Super Bowls between all four of them. Uh, it's going to be fun to see, man. Uh, and then other than the young guys, we got Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford. Uh, Russ is just consistently great. Um, he's had some down years the past two years. Uh, like I was saying earlier, though, I, I would say that's more Pete Carroll's fault. Um, when you look at the numbers, like Russ still balls, bro. Like he still gets off. And um, I don't think you can fault him for Seattle's troubles. I think they have a lot of problems defensively and it's kind of hard to like, and they've never given him a great offense. All the line, weights. Yeah. The yeah. That, that as well. Their offensive line is like quite literally one of the worst in the NFL and, and consistently he, has been. Yeah. Right. And um, I just think, he's tired of it i just think he's spent he's spent his time in seattle he's been there for at least eight nine years now um so yeah uh he's definitely still pro bowl caliber to me and then matt stafford um kind of like mims was saying earlier and i was saying uh stuck up in detroit forever and now he's just like they freed him you know and he's shown that like he really is like a i mean it's not like he's young guy either he's like 30 two or something like that um like we mentioned he was playing with calvin johnson and that was right like, like in his fifth year when they right. made the playoffs there. yeah and i mean we finally get to see him on a competent franchise and a good team and he has pieces around him everywhere and it's been fun to watch i like it uh so matt stafford's up there for me the good not great guys um here we got dak prescott who i think is a good quarterback i'm i i I just don't think that he's at the superstar that everybody treats him as. And I think Dak's like, I like Dak. Like I, do you think he, it's fair to say he's the top of that tier? Um, as this, as far as those six, him or him, Kyler, or Derek Carr is who I'd put at the top. That's fair. Granted, I, I had those two, like I said. In the it, and, they're, and, yeah. and the reason literally these three in particular are here is inconsistency issues, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Derek Carr has, has, like, all the physical talent in the world, could throw a ball 80 yards down the field. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, we haven't seen, like, he plays, like, the MVP sometimes, and then other times he's just, like, I don't know. He just can't get the job done. But I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's great. I think this was like a really well-made, like a tiered name, like good, not great. Yeah. I think this is like perfectly describes like all of these guys. Uh, Jameis Winston, you can't throw 30 touchdowns and not be a good quarterback. You know, I mean, guy won a Heisman at Florida State. Um, he is a good, too, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a good quarterback. Like you, there's no denying that. Um, 
and he was playing really good before he did get hurt. And that sucks, especially at his age where, and a guy like him where he isn't like, he still has some shit to prove. I feel like, and he was on I, a one year deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like out of all these guys, Jameis definitely has gotten, he needs his roses, bro. Like we need to appreciate Jameis and like how good of a football player he actually is. Cause he is a good football player. Good quarterback. Not great. Mac Jones, think he definitely could easily become that Pro Bowl caliber guy. Probably not MVP, but who knows? Maybe, I mean, the Patriots are just a perfect place for him to be, and that's what ha- ends up happening. I don't, I don't think so, though. He's a good quarterback. He makes a lot of the right throws, and he's pretty fucking accurate. Um, it was like through week 12 or 13 of this season, he had thrown the – most like percentage wise the most catchable balls in the nfl which is stupid impressive to me as a rookie um a lot of short throws yeah it doesn't matter man gets the job done uh took us to the playoffs this year uh kids got a lot of potential and i think he's in the right spot so look for him to definitely continue to get better you know um and maybe one day get up to that pro bowl caliber quarterback as some of these guys will definitely go up eventually too i assume and then last we got Tua. um uh speaking on what i said earlier i i just don't think we've seen enough for him to even really fairly categorize him in either serviceable good not great or pro bowl i mean i think he definitely has the potential to be as good as a pro bowl quarterback i just don't think we've seen it yet and i don't think he's had a uh i don't think he's in a situation right now to like give us the best of what he has to offer if that makes any sense i feel like the dolphins don't really know what the fuck they're doing and he's kind of in a shitty situation over there but yeah that sucks like they had brian <laughs> flores who looked like i mean when Tua was there they were winning games they're one and seven they finished what nine and eight ten and seven and from what i've seen yes you're right but yeah speaking on that from what i've seen it looked like Tua really liked flores as well and he's kind of like rode with him on all that drama so like i don't know don't know how long Tua's career plays out in miami we'll see about that but i definitely think he's a good quarterback moving on to serviceable guys um this category i just kind of looked at it as um if these guys got put on a football field. I would be like, okay, that makes sense. Like I wouldn't, my, my eyebrows wouldn't raise. So this is kind of how I took this serviceable category as, uh, try not to spend too much time here. Uh, Jimmy G, um, I, given the talent around him, I just think that like they should be looked at more dangerously than they actually are i just feel like they're not taken too seriously and i feel like a big part of that is because of jimmy g just because he he does have inconsistency issues and i'd say more so than Dak and kyler do um and Derek carr so that's why i kind of threw him down here in the serviceable uh category i i i think he definitely has the potential to be a good quarterback i just i don't know if he is i i, I don't know he's kind of a weird one that's why i definitely put him first for a reason and i put this guy second for a reason too and it's not because i think he's the second best quarterback in this category i just wanted to make sure that we all are on the same page that baker mayfield is not a good quarterback 
And he could very easily be in that tier below. Yeah, right. And like kind of like how I'm saying Jimmy G is like hovering right here. He's hovering down here. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback. Let's let's get the facts straight. Let's put it on the table. Like Mims was saying earlier, I don't know what the Browns – I get it. He took you out of a dark, dark, dark place and brought you to a somewhat lighter place. But, like, real, like when you look at your roster, you, you, he's the problem, dude. You got to move on. Uh, it might be a coaching issue too, but I definitely think if you're in Cleveland – I mean, they made the coaching change as well, and it didn't work either. Right. Um. But yeah, I just I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, kind of like Jalen Hurts. I we kind of put these guys in like the same tier of a player. Uh, if there was kind of like a one lower, I would put them here. I think Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. It's hard not to love him. Got a lot of heart, and he tries. And he's was not expected to even be in a situation like this to even be in this tier list. Um, but he is. Uh. I just don't think he's – I don't think he's it, dude. I think he's just kind of like kind of like a Teddy Bridgewater, kind of like a even Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of guy just kind of just sticks around for a really long time and doesn't do much. Uh, just kind of – that's how I foresee his career playing out. I don't see him staying in Philly too much longer. Um He'll always have a job, but I don't think he'll right, ever right. take that next and step. And he's a serviceable quarterback. I don't, I think he's a – like, I don't think – I think he, he. this is, like, the perfect place for him. I, I think this is, like, his ceiling. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he is a serviceable quarterback. Jalen Hurts would be a vibe in the Falcons if Matt Ryan retires, and that was an option. That would be interesting. Um, but that does bring <laughs> us to Matty Ice. Uh Used to be Pro Bowl, if not MVP. I mean, yeah, he's definitely played MVP. He has an MVP. Took took him to a Super Bowl that year. Uh, Maybe should have won that Super Bowl. I mean, dude, did it? <laughs> no, definitely not. But um, yeah, I mean, he's just old, man. Like uh, Father Time cares for no man, and it speaks volumes when you look at Matt Ryan's play. Um, I hope he gets out of Atlanta and maybe tries to make one more playoff push somewhere if he's even capable of that. But like I mean, it would, be, it would be disrespectful to put him in replaceable. So I had to throw him in serviceable because he's really not a good quarterback anymore. But, um, and it's not his fault. He's fucking old as shit. Like <laughs> he's just getting the bag and I respect that. So no shade to Matty Ice. Um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Like Mims was saying earlier, I think the gig is up. Uh, I think. This dude needs to be a backup. Uh, I think he has no more business being a starter, but I would also like understand a team like a transition, like just like a one year rental kind of deal, you know, uh, a return back to the football teams. Would Cause be like he, ideal. <laughs> you can put him on a football field and he's not going to be like these guys I have down here. Like he's going to be a little bit better than these guys. So that's kind of why I threw him in here, but yeah, no, I, I think I mean, he's another old guy, too. Like, God, I remember him playing at Michigan State when I was a kid. Uh, so, yeah, better days behind him. Him and Matt Ryan, kind of similar scenario. He's way – Matt Ryan's way better, though. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think he's in the perfect team right now. 
and we've seen what he has to offer. Like, I think Philly was another situation, like, when he had uh, – what's his face? That Frank Reich is the coach. Frank Reich, yeah. And then, I mean, now he's – He's coach like, now. Yeah, coach now. Um, I just – I think he's a serviceable quarterback. Like, if a team's fielding him, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I'm not fucking scared of Carson Wentz. Like, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Not even close. Uh, I he think can get he is, you to the playoffs, but he's never gonna make noises. Yeah, was, uh, like he can play good, but he's like way too inconsistent to consider a good quarterback. Um, Trey Lance, haven't seen enough of him. Trevor Lawrence, shitty situation this year. Not ready to call him bad or good at anything yet. Just gonna throw him there. Same with Justin Fields. These three, uh, we'll find out in the next year and. The year after that, we'll have a more definitive answer on where these guys sit. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, been around forever. Can't put him in replaceable. Too disrespectful. Love me some Fitz magic. Same deal with uh, Teddy B. Uh, we love Teddy B on this podcast. Uh, he might be a replaceable quarterback, but you know what? We'll never say that. <laughs> and then uh, Ryan Tannehill. To round out the serviceable, I uh, just think that's a pretty perfect word to describe Ryan Tannehill. And that moves. Lean on Derrick Henry as long as you can, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Lean on Derrick Henry as long as you can. You'll keep getting paid, man. And that leads us to the replaceable category. All of these quarterbacks are garbage. And that's all. The, yeah. Uh, Jared Goff. Terrible, terrible quarterback. Um, he had some rookie sophomore magic here when the, that Rams team did go and lose to the Super Bowl to my New England Patriots. Uh, but those days are gone. Uh, he's not it. He's bad. Taysom Hill shouldn't have to, back. Shouldn't have to talk about him, right? The fact that he's even on this list is kind of funny. Uh, Cam Newton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Danny Dimes, like Vims was saying earlier, can't believe he went as high as he did in that draft. Uh, I get to it, credit he, they stuck with him, yeah, and uh, I get it too because, like, he is he's got the build, but he's not it. Big Ben, hate to put him here, but at the same time, I don't really give a fuck about the Steelers. Uh, never really liked them, so I have no problem disrespecting Big Ben and putting him in replaceable. Dude needs to hang up the cleats. Uh, his time's yeah, up. He did. did. Did he retire officially? I mean, he told everyone it was going to be his last year. He said so. it was his last year, and I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Drew Locke, joke. Uh, wasn't even that good in Missouri to my remembrance. Uh yeah, Drew Locke's a joke. Probably next Sam Howells, <laughs> Drew Locke. Right there, literally. Yeah, next Drew Locke is Sam Howells, what I meant to say. Sam Darnold, I see ghosts. You suck. Um, Andy, <laughs> Andy Dalton. I mean, I think at one time he maybe could have been a good quarterback in the right situation, but – Certainly he was not serviceable now. for a stretch, but yeah, yeah no, certainly not. not now. He needs to hang him up as well. And then Zach Wilson is just hilarious. 
and we love Zach Wills. We love the Jets, and that's mine. That's my quarterback to your list, and that's the correct one. That's that's it right here. This is it. That's the correct one. Yeah, this is this was like when this is like a test. This is the answer sheet. So like when the teacher grades them, they're looking at this in reference to what the children have handed in. Okay, whatever you say, boss. But like I said, my only and we'll touch on two of Mac Jones now that we've gone over our tier list. The only reason I have Tua there is because I believe Tua just, you know, I believe he has more talent on his team and his team had more of a ceiling. He was just hurt all year. If he wasn't hurt all year, I think his team could have been better. But they were, you know, if he can stay healthy, I think I think a good quarterback can stay healthy. And plus in my, and in my opinion, for you to be in that good, not great category, you have to be able to show you can do it for two years. So that's why I'm kind of waiting on Mac Jones. So that's kind of a next year opinion, if that makes sense. But also, a list came out. We love lists. And the list is the NFL All-Pro teams. So we're going to talk about these lists. And sorry, we're going to rank them. Or not rank them, excuse me. We're going to no, talk about who got snubbed. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No, you're oh, sorry, you're it's good. a little late. But we are going to kind of like talk about who we think may have gotten snubbed, who we think they got right, and just overall how we're feeling. So, first, starting off on offense, quarterback, first team, Aaron Rodgers, MVP candidate, probably favorite. I think. I think they got that one right. No, yeah. I would have put Tom Brady there, but that's just me. Really? I mean, of course you would have. Uh, running back, Jonathan Taylor. It's valid. I yeah, I mean. I think if Derrick Henry didn't get hurt. Right, right. That's what, literally what I was going to say. And that is, yeah, they got that one right. Yeah. Mark Andrews, a tight end. I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey, excuse me, might have been the most talented tight end, but Mark Andrews played the best this year, for sure. It was, like, literally the only receiving threat for the Ravens this entire season. And you have to kind of take into account the position of tight end does block. Like, it, they, they have to block sometimes, and I'd say Mark Andrews is definitely better at blocking than Travis Kelsey. Probably one of the better blocking tight ends in the NFL. Definitely the upper echelon of tight ends as far as, like, the best blocker, not that he's the best just all around, end, but as far as the yeah, best he's tight a, end, he's probably the best blocker. Right. And he, he can get downfield too. Now let's not get that twisted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the receiving core they got, this is first team, by the way, uh, the receiving core they got for the first team, Devonte Adams, correct. Cooper cup. Correct. Debo Samuel. I'd say correct, but I could see the argument for a lot of other guys, but I'll I we'll touch it. on that when we go through. Because we haven't even talked about the second team either line. We really don't know too much about just because we don't really watch a whole lot about line play, but I'll just list them for their to give them their roses. Yeah. Trent Williams, San Francisco. I mean, consistently he's been one of the better tight ends. Excuse me, not tight ends. We we're just talking about tight ends. Second, sorry, tackles in the NFL over the last few years. So understandable. Tristan Wirfs, stud young guy from Iowa. Excuse me, Iowa playing in Tampa Bay. Second all-pro team, Joel Batonio, Zach Martin, and Jason Kelsey to round out the interior. Uh, we got edge rushers listed as a position for the all-pro teams now, which is nice. 
So they got TJ Watt and Miles Garrett, which yes and yes. Yes, correct. All right. For interior linemen, they got Aaron Donald. Yes. And Cam Hayward, which I could see the argument, but I could definitely see a lot of other people yeah. possibly being here. And we'll touch on that again later. Uh, Michael Parsons, linebacker. Yeah, he's got to get it. Yeah, first team. I think that's interesting, though, because I think he'd be a way, way better edge, but I could definitely see they wanted to give him his roses, and you can't definitely can't replace him over Yeah, because like guys like Judon did get snubbed because of this, but, I mean, I get it. Like, he is technically an outside linebacker, so. He plays a lot of coverage. I don't think Judon really plays near as much coverage as Parsons probably does. I just think both of those guys deserve a spot, but it is that's what it valid. is. And then Darius Leonard and Devondre Campbell of Green Bay. Again, we'll touch on that. Corners, Trayvon Diggs. Ha! And uh, God. God. Yeah, no, that necessary. Continue. That was potent. And then Jalen Ramsey, which, yes. Yes. Jalen Ramsey is probably the best corner in the NFL, in my opinion. Your thoughts on the – do you think those two even deserve to be in the same conversation? I mean, we'll touch on that more later, but do you? Fuck no. Exactly. Don't ask me a stupid question. What do you think I am? It's madness. It makes me angry. I get it. I just think he's playing the wrong position as far as I think he'd be a really good safety. Of the season, J.C. Jackson, it is a fucking travesty, and it makes me sick. This is the all-pro list. Don't get it twisted. Pro Bowl has come out yet. Yes. Whatever. Same thing. That's what I fucking meant. J.C. Jackson had an insane season, and it, we're going to look back at, at the all-pro team, and it's going to say Trevon Diggs, who allowed the most yards in the NFL in coverage. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Then Continue. we got rounding out the safeties, Kevin Byard. Then Jordan Poyer. I mean, yeah, I think that's valid. Yeah, that's fine with me. Kevin Byard had, I think, probably led the NFL as far as safeties and interceptions up there in, like, total interceptions the whole season for all players. But I think he had the most as far as safeties. And Jordan Poyer has been standout for Buffalo and replacement of Stavius White as far as leader in that secondary. So, definitely valid. Yeah, I think he earned it. Yeah, he's a dog. And then we can get down here to second team. We got Tom Brady, quarterback. Uh, for whatever reason, CBS Sports does not have a running back on here. But we can touch on that in a second. I mean, I think Derrick Henry would have been there. And if not, it probably would have been either – I mean, probably Joe Mixon, honestly. Nick Chubb. Chubb got hurt, though. Had COVID. Mixon was healthy for, like, most of the year. One of the two, either or. Uh, receiver, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, the LSU guys. I think those are probably two of the guys you could have argued could have been up there with Debo Samuel yeah, along with sure. a few others and maybe could have been interchangeable. They, like just, I said. they just weren't as impactful for their teams as Debo was. That's what it comes to. Their teams weren't as – yeah, their team – I mean, Joe Burrow gets the flowers for 
Cincinnati, so I kind of understand that. But Jamar Chase really kind of helped take that team to the next level. But I definitely understand. Well, Debo Samuel is the motor and engine of that offense. Like, definitely gets that thing going. So definitely kind of understand why he got the votes. But if you would have seen Debo Samuel's second team and Justin Jefferson, let's say, first team, would you have been shocked? Um, yeah. Or Jamar Chase, for that matter. Yeah, I, Justin Jefferson shouldn't be there over Jamar Chase, in my opinion. So you would have been shocked either way? Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I think I said that earlier about tight end. Duh. Uh, edge rushers, we got Robert Quinn, who had 18 sacks. That's hard to argue with. And Max Crosby, who I think was, like, top three in sacks as well. Like, right behind TJ Watt, maybe. Or Miles yeah. Garrett. Just the next guys up. Yeah. So that's kind of how that rounds out as far as edge rushers. I assume just guys who left the NFL in sacks. But interior lineman Chris Jones, who, I mean, in my opinion, kind of just got votes for – I mean, he played – I mean, he's a good D lineman, but really wasn't his best here. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, Tennessee. Demario Davis, who is the heart and soul of the New Orleans offense. Excuse me, not offense. Jesus, it is late. Defense. And he has been very, very, very important for that team all year. Uh, Roquan Smith, Chicago, Bobby Wagner, Seattle. J.C. Jackson and A.J. Terrell to round out the cornerback list for the second team. Even A.J. Terrell is better, leaps and bounds better than fucking Trevon Diggs. I cannot emphasize enough how – Yeah, he's very good. Can I emphasize enough how ridiculous it is that he's on that list? But Tredavious White was healthy. Do you think he's on this list as well? Somewhere. Probably not first because Jason. Probably Jackson, the second team. Yeah, definitely second team. Definitely. Uh, Trevon Diggs Sim- has no place on the list. That's like the fucking thing here. <laughs> yeah, I about to say he's get he's keeping a lot of guys from making some money here, but that's okay. Get yeah. your money, Trayvon. One year's fine. Uh, Justin Simmons, Micah Hyde, and Buda Baker to round out uh, the safeties list. Micah Hyde and Buda Baker had a tie. Uh, I was about to say, Buda Baker really arguably should be on that first team, but I see both arguments. Micah Hyde's team had a better season, in my opinion. So, And then Justin Simmons, kind of the heart and soul of that Denver defense after Von Miller left, kind of helped keep that team together. So, any snubs as far as – J.C. Jackson, first Any team. others? That's still only one that I could even – like, if my eyes start to wander around the list and it just – that one part of the list is so sore that I, I just can't help but just stare at it, and it makes me ill. It makes me ill. I, I hate the Cowboys. I, I don't know how I feel about Devondre Campbell over any of the three linebackers on defense at all. Uh, I just Smith or Bobby Wagner. I know you can't see it, but yeah, I just I yeah I would have to look at the numbers. Uh, I mean, I know Green Bay had a good season. They but it wasn't because of their defense, right? No. Uh, so I mean, it's because they're elite quarterback and wide receiver, and you know, offense and their defense was good to you know good enough, in my opinion. I don't think it was because of any elite defender on that team. Right. Uh, again, Tredavious White being hurt, I understand why he's not on here, but definitely 
if he wasn't hurt, would be somewhere on this list. Uh, any others that we're missing here? Mm. Mm. Trey Hendrickson got... maybe possibly could have been mentioned as far as edge rushers. Had 15 sacks this year. I'm curious to see or as if we got the running back nod second team. That is interesting. I wonder why they didn't have that. I wonder if like they didn't have enough votes. No, I'm not oh, sure. I'm about to look up all pro running back. Well, it's really not all that important, but well now I want to know. And we and we owe it to the people that are listening to know this. Oh no, there isn't one. Which included five yeah, no. So why? there isn't one. Uh something <laughs> to do with the voting. I'm just strange. <clears throat> yeah, so no. Because limiting of one vote to one per spot. So basically, the second running back didn't get enough votes. Damn, that's kind of trash. I think they should just have one. Right. I mean, it, I wouldn't be surprised if John Taylor was unanimous, you know. <laughs> Who? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Sean Taylor at first. I was like, wow. I said John Taylor. You're good. No, I definitely understand. I mean, I think he might have been. I think Cooper Cup was one. Jonathan Taylor was definitely one. Just because, like, duh. No, I mean, I don't think – I don't know. But, yeah, uh, Cooper Cup certainly – I want to know who – Did he break the record? What record? The receiving yards record. Uh, if he did, it'll get broken next year. Do you think someone else will? 17 I mean, games. Yeah, I think that extra game has a lot. I mean, yeah, definitely. If you had to pick any threats to do it, who do you think would do it? He didn't. He didn't quite break it, but he had 1,900 yards. If you had to pick any threats to go for 2K, who do you think they are? Um... Hop, I mean, the obvious guys, definitely Devontae Adams, especially if he's still got Rodgers throwing him the rock. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see Mike Evans get 2K one year. Um, Jamar Chase, maybe Justin Jefferson if he gets a right quarterback. Not with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah, not with Kirk Cousins. If he was in the right situation, he could be in that list, but not. not I agree. Not. Um, we could we could tier wide receivers next if we wanted to next week. That that might be something fun we could do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. Two K is a lot. Just because, I mean, it, you could say guys like Keenan Allen, but you got to take into account that I mean, there's I mean, you Mike Williams is on that team. Uh, they, they get a lot, a lot of looks to Eckler through the air. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think I mean, you got to think about it. Are probably good basis of the list, though. Oh, yeah. You got to get 145 catches. That's what Cooper Cup had, and he didn't even break 2K. So, right. Calvin Johnson did it, but Calvin Johnson is one of a kind. 
in some people's opinion, the greatest receiver of all time. Not this man's, I believe, Randy Moss. But I definitely understand why some people think Calvin Johnson could have ran up some numbers. He was just stuck in Detroit and just wasn't quite as cool as Randy Moss, sadly. But, yeah, that's really kind of all we got to talk about here this week. We got some games coming up. We'll be talking a little bit more when the Pro Bowl comes out. A little bit more draft talk coming up with the offseason and the draft order kind of a little more set in stone. We'll be able to talk about that. Maybe give you a quick preview into some early projections in our way too early draft board. And we'll just probably be releasing again next week. Grant, yeah, I uh, expect to see I'm that cub at calling soon here. I think he might be next episode even maybe. Uh, Oh, yeah. We got a big fight ahead of us this weekend. Uh, Cyril Gane and Francis Ngannou. Uh, It's two of the scariest men in the world just going to beat the shit out of each other in an octagon. It's going to be great. And we're going to have Jack back on to probably talk about that, some NFL and yeah, I think Mims kind of touched up on everything else. Appreciate you guys for listening. If you've made it this far, yeah, tell a friend if you liked it. If not, still tell a friend, but uh, don't tell them you didn't like it. Just tell them to listen. And yeah, I'll say goodbye here. And if Mims has anything else, I'll let him get that off. But other than that, I got one last thing. Uh, we will be touching up probably with the all-star break coming up on just who we think has been balling in the NBA. And that will be coming up here shortly. We've been kind of slacking on the hoop talk with just a lot of stuff going on in the football world. I mean, to be fair, hoops haven't really mattered as of recently. I mean, yeah, regular season basketball. I mean, it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Who's going to be in that top five seed. I mean, there's some slips here and there, but this is kind of where things kind of come. There's down just more stretch. important shit to talk about. Indeed. Indeed. With playoff football going on, we have playoff college football going on. So we will be touching on that soon. But as always, thanks for listening. Subscribe as always. And uh, yeah, y'all, y'all take it easy. <laughs>